Mm-hmm. Just start with it, just straight up. Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay, special. Okay. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get up, bitch. It's podcast time. Did I do it right? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Series. So we are in sports month, and we decided to do a very special episode because we are just smack dab in the Olympics. And so uh, it felt prudent to talk about the bobsled team because I've seen uh, a couple of TikToks and Twitter feeds of the bobsled guys dancing and being yeah. being crazy. So we went with the 1993 Disney film, Cool Runnings. Nope. And uh, if you don't know anything about Cool Runnings, that's a shame. It's, Go watch this movie. It, like, how did you miss it? It's, it's so good. It's, it's fucking funny. And it, it, it's part of that group of Disney movies. I mean, it's not animated. Uh, a little bit lighter in tone. Oh, absolutely. Because this movie could have been a whole lot more serious. And it was actually going to be a sports drama, a serious one called Blue Maga. But then they decided just to make it silly. You know, have Dougie Doug do stuff. It's funny because yeah. he is funny. Dougie Doug is hilarious. And so is John Candy. Yeah. So it makes more sense, but this is actually based on a real thing that happened at the Winter Olympics in Calgary in 1988. The Jamaican bobsled team. That sounds so like bass backwards because it is <laughs> just a Jamaican bobsled team. Some differences between the movie and real life. The Jamaican bobsled team, they actually were aiming to do the two-man bobsled. There were four of them, but the original plan was to just do two-man and they got the four-man bobsled going, but just like the ending of this movie, things happened. But the two-man actually competed and did all the runs and actually placed 30 out of 38. So, hooray, they weren't dead last. Yeah. Hey, I'm hoping the Jamaican bobsled team this year does a lot better in the Olympics. Oh, for sure. They'll be higher than eight spots. <laughs> Their uniforms are dope. If you watch the opening ceremonies at all, you know. Yeah, they Jamaica's, were out, Jamaica's crushing it. They were out there getting it when, when it was their turn. They were yeah. dancing and stuff. They were so happy. Yeah, it was very cool. So, uh, But if you don't know anything about Cool Runnings, it's the story of a Jamaican sprinter. He misses his chance to join the Olympics for 100-meter dash. Like, all the Jamaicans, that's the, like their bread and butter. Yeah, like, for the 1988 Summer Olympics, because this was before the Winter and Summer Olympics split and oh, became... Okay separated by like a two-year jump between each oh damn didn't know that yeah so in 1988 they were still together and in 1992 was the last one where they were together i think i think that was the one and then they did um they moved to alternating every two years so the 96 olympics were in athens georgia and then i think they did 94 winter olympics okay and 98 winter olympics okay but uh, a Jamaican sprinter, Dereese? Uh, Dereese. I was going to say D-Rice, like D- any D- corny, corny person would say. <laughs> no, Dereese Bannock. Yes, so he misses his chance to do what he was supposed to do in the Olympics, so he, like his bread and butter. And so he decides to find another way to the Olympics by doing bobsled. And so just so happens to have a teacher on the island yes and so they train and excellent coach played by john candy oh yeah he actually is a damn good coach movie wise he's a damn good coach gets them together so it's them working together to prove everybody wrong because you know it's a a hot ass place doing a cold sport because everyone's talking shit on them because they're an island nation it makes a lot of sense it's like you wouldn't you don't have ice how are you doing this oh yeah only because they're an island nation that's it that's it but they made it there, so fuck everybody. Yeah, they were <laughs> good. So, uh, but this movie is full of really cool people, young as hell. So, uh, John Candy, he looked just habitually just older, but he looked great in this. Uh, Leon Robinson, that's Doris Bannock. Uh, so, my favorite spot with Leon Robinson, it's got to be The Temptations on here. Yeah, absolutely. David Ruffin. He, he, he's just a poop head in that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm David Ruffin. There's no temptations without Dave Ruffin. Yeah. Y'all can't find me. <laughs> uh, he, he did so good. 
it's God, a, it was weird to see him nice in this movie. <laughs> What's weird for the life of me, I ne- as a kid, I watched both of the both of these movies, The Temptations and Cool Runnings, all the time, and I never put two and two together as a kid that that was the same fucking person because the roles are so different. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then when I got older, I was like, "Isn't that the guy from Cool Runnings?" <laughs> and then he started just going off. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, the only one David Ruffin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Dougie Doug. He's a comedian. He does everything. Very funny dude. Um, I've seen him in tons of things. He's in yep. a whole lot of funny shit. So yeah. Uh, the first thing I remember seeing him in was Cosby. Not the Cosby show, but it was like the second version of Cosby. Oh, he had a little spin, not a spin-off. It was but... kind of a spin-off, like a secondary version when all the kids were older. Uh, it was like after a different world had come out and everyone had like kind of left but he played older griffin he was like adult age griffin nice i didn't know that yeah (laughs) uh we got my boy malik yoba so i remember him my mom was a big fan of the show new york undercover and he was one of the uh like detectives in that show Oh my god, that is him. (laughs) Goddamn good. I love New York Undercover. Um, I think they're trying to bring it back, even though one of the main guys blew up in an accident. Maybe they'll just ignore that episode. (laughs) Sounds right. Uh, But no, New York Undercover is really, really, really good. So Uh, his name is Yoel Brenner. Isn't that a dude from Western movies? Yes, it is. Was he in Why Did I Get Married? (laughs) Uh, Probably. He's he's Milky Brown. He he was. (laughs) Yeah, he's probably bad. <laughs> he a little too. Not everybody was bad in that film. Uh, if you're pretty dark, yeah, you probably a bad guy. I don't think he was though. Wasn't he? Oh, you think he was good? Wasn't he the? Uh, wasn't he Jill Scott's new love interest? No. No, she... that was the sheriff. He was light skinned as fuck. I'm he he might have been good. I'm gonna find out right now. We'll he, we'll find out. I'm gonna do some search. Good. I'm gonna do some searching. I'm also gonna do some searching. <laughs> No, he's he's Janet Jackson's husband. Oh, that's what it is. Shit, that's what it is. He like beats her. No, what? No. Oh my. (laughs) Doesn't he in the second movie? Okay, I haven't seen the second one, so I don't know. In the second movie, he beats her. Oh my god! He beats her. Then, uh, she like. Kind of light skin man. I think she, no. She, well, I'm kind of. She hits him with his car or with her car, <laughs> and she ends up with the rock. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, the, she went to that college, and he was like, yeah, trying the, to look like a nerd. The rock the was a professor, so she ended up with the rock. Jesus, she found her light skin man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not watching that sequel ever now, bro. <laughs> I sat down for like the last thirty minutes. I was like, dang, this movie wild as hell. <laughs> and then the rock popped up. I'm not watching that. No. <laughs> Refuse. Oh, man. He was only in it for like a second at the end. It was Suggest literally like the, the closing of the movie. Janet like shows up at school and he walks over to her and they have like a meeting real quick. Like they meet and then it's the end. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a um, I can't remember his name. A Tyler Perry night. Yeah, Tyler, well, Tyler Perry month. We could do a Tyler Perry month. I've never seen any of the Medea films. Oh so. my god! Got to watch the stage versions, the bootleg stage versions. <laughs> I could, I could still watch some of them stage versions. That some of them aren't that bad. <laughs> some of them are hilarious. I don't care yeah. what anybody says. Okay, but uh, sorry, huge tangent on Malik Yoba. Major tangent. Oh my god, Malik Yoba is fucking cool. He's cool. So this, I didn't realize this was the last film released during John Candy's like lifetime. Yeah, and this is his last film. That's a shame. That he was alive. It's not a shame. Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. What a way to go. It's a shame that he died so young because he was only Oh, yeah. No, he was taken from us way early. Yeah. Was it heart attack? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's what happens when you're overweight and then you do drugs. Oh, he was drugs too? Mm -hmm. Damn. It's always the funny ones. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, you do cocaine in the 80s, Otis. That's the fucking... I know it's yeah, the was, funny guys. That was just like man. the thing to do. Yeah, especially if you were the silly one. It's like you just stay silly, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's fine," and then he's just just doing all the drugs. 
Anyway, oh, he was 44. Sorry. I God thought, damn, that's yeah. still too young. He should have been like 60, 70. Anyway, getting sad about John Candy. So uh, we'll get through the story and I got a couple more differences, but it'll pop up later when it makes more sense. And I'll bring up the big difference between the movie and real life. So uh, cool runnings. Like I said before, Darius Bannock, his dad was in the Olympics and he was a what? Just 100 meter dash? 100 meter dash. And <clears throat> he was awesome. So it, you know, it's next generation. It's like, oh, well, Darius is going to get it because he's like the best one. He's trying to live up to his dad's you know, level of awesomeness. And it makes sense. If my if my mom was like in the Olympics for something, I'm like, fuck, I really need to get to the Olympics. I don't want to look bad. I'm just like sitting on the couch scratching my ass. And she's like, yeah, I went out there and I was the best person at this specific thing. So I get it. So uh, at his qualifying run, uh, Junior, he's another uh, runner. Junior Bevel. He accidentally stumbles and just, you know, instead of just falling normal, he puts his arms and legs just all akimbo and just drags two people down with him. <laughs> so he takes Doris with him and Yul Brenner. Like I said, that's that's a Western guy, but it's Malik Yoba. Um, so Doris is he's not as mad as he should be, because Yul Yul Brenner wanted to really swing on Junior, and I get it. I'd be mad too if that was my one shot and then someone fucked it up for me. So uh, he tries to get the race redone, but it's like, no, because that's not fair for the people that won it. And I get that too. Which is also bullshit. Cause like, I would be upset if I was an Olympic runner who only qualified because oh somebody fell, somebody fell, yeah. like three people fell. Hey, snooze, you so lose, like, man. you don't actually <laughs> know if they're faster than you or not. Like, you don't know if you deserve to be yeah. there or not. If I was sixth place and then everybody fell and I got in, like, default, default. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you're going to the Olympics, so it's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be upset if I was in charge of the association and I know my team's not the best possible because of what happened. True. I'd be yeah. tempted to make them redo that race. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Both sides, honestly. But um, while he is talking to the president of the Olympic Association, he sees a picture in the office with his dad standing next to another Olympic gold medal winner. And he's like, well, who's that guy? And he, uh, Coolidge is his name, the uh, president. And he tells him that that is a American bobsled medalist, Irving Blitzer. What a sweet ass name. <laughs> and so Doris realizes that, oh shit, we could just do a bobsled team. Because apparently Irving had this crazy idea that, track runners would probably be the best at doing bobsled and i get that if you get everybody set up fast you know they have an explosive start to them i don't know about the muscle mask i think you have to have a little bit of muscle to do bobsled well yeah you're pushing a sled yeah (laughs) so uh his plan is to meet up with irving and get him to make a jamaican team and it's like we we can't be beat i mean a lot of things are against him but it makes sense so he recruits his friend, Sanka Coffee. Uh, he's a pushcart derby enthusiast. Uh, I don't think he, he probably has finished a race at some point, but. But he won. The one, he, did, he, yeah, crashed. he still he won. won. He went through the, the ending of oh, it. Oh, I thought he crashed before the end. No, he no, won. He won and then he went through he the won his eighth, just his eighth pushcart derby <laughs> just in a row hell of fucking fart i like it i thought he went off the track just before the finish right i thought it was no weird. no he, he crossed he won jesus uh, that's horrible one <laughs> that means he's going way too fucking fast we just careening off the end at the after the race is done hey i run i won <laughs> so uh they meet up with irving blitzer and he's in jamaica as a very shitty bookie uh we we meet him as he's listening to a horse race on the radio and then his horse to sure bet fucking loses and he just destroys the radio and he's just like sad so i'm like oh you're a shitty bookie <laughs> uh and at first he says no to Doris. he's like that's really stupid like i don't want to do anything involving the olympics because we'll talk about later why but he's not the biggest fan of the olympics and he rips up a very old, very vintage poster of the fucking Olympics that he was in. He's like, I don't give a shit, bro. Look, I destroyed this. I don't care. Uh, but then finally, after he learns that Darius's dad, they were friends, and he's like, well, shit. You know, maybe this could work out. He's like, it's it's a long shot, but maybe it can work. Uh, they have themselves a recruitment drive, and everyone 
runs off after they show like old timey uh, clips of people crashing and dying <laughs> in bobsled <box> races. <laughs> Everybody runs away except Junior and Yule, because Yule wants to get off the island of Jamaica. He's that character in a sh- in a movie where he's like, "I hate this place. I hate all of y'all. I want to get out of here so I can find." what i'm supposed to do in the world and I, and I get that you know no one wants to stay in their hometown for forever and junior we find later he is the rich boy in town and he wants to do something that he wants to instead of having his whole life mapped out for him and he's on a track so he wants to do this because it's just it's cool to him so um the team they train with irving blitzer and irv irv <laughs> And they have this really shitty, like, wooden cart that they use. And uh, the big thing about bobsled, uh, obviously, when it gets going, you're on the ice. And so it's all up to the driver up front. But it's all about the start. And if he, what was it, five seconds? The push start. Uh, Under six seconds. Under six seconds is pretty damn good. So um, that's the biggest thing. Because the bobsled starts moving already. And then you hop in systematically. So it just, when everyone gets the stuff down... It's pretty cool. It, it, it's actually pretty nice watching it, but after the push, everything kind of seems the same until people crash, but it's very much, everyone knows the turns, everyone knows everything. At that point, it's all about the start. So if you have a great start, then you're probably going to save a second somewhere in your run. So um, they're training really hard to get that push start just right. And then they realize um, that they need $20,000 because the president of the Jamaican committee he doesn't want to fund them because that's kind of want to get made fun of. Yeah. He thinks that everyone will just laugh at Jamaica, which is a pretty good chance. <laughs> uh, so the team, they find various ways to raise the money themselves. Uh, Sanka is singing a very catchy song mm-hmm. that reminds me of uh, like Ruby Soho, but a Jamaican one. It's got the same cadence as it. Some people say, you know, they can't believe. Really, Jamaica, really, we really have really a bobsled so team. So it's, it's got the same cadence as it. So I was seeing it today and I was like, that is like Ruby Soho, but just Jamaican. Anyway, and then. I still seeing got, it, low key. Yeah. Uh, Yul Brenner, he is doing arm wrestling until he meets up with, with a thick lady and thick lady des- destroys him. <laughs> uh, there's always someone stronger than you in the world. Um, we have Doris and Mosanka. And one point, they're having a kissing booth. And Doris, he's old cutie pie. So he's got all the ladies on the island kissing him. And Sanka's just like, okay, that's fine. I don't need this. <laughs> so they only make a, a tiny percent of what they actually need. And so Doris is like, well, fuck, man, we ain't gonna go. But then look at Junior doing something he shouldn't be doing. <laughs> he sells his car to finance a trip to Canada. And then he doesn't tell his dad. He had this whole plan that he was going to tell him, like, dad, I'm doing this. I know you want me to be part of your like lawyer group and do all this stuff. No, I want to do this because I want to. But then he doesn't say it because he's a little nervous. That makes sense. <laughs> so the boys go to Calgary. So Irving, he registers the team and uh, he meets up with some old friends and uh, a couple of them are pieces of shit to him, which we find a little later why. But then he meets up with his former teammate, Roger, and he's like, hey, man, I need you to do me a solid. I need a fucking bobsled because, <laughs> you know, go figure. Jamaica don't got one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and I need I need some help. So he actually gets one from Roger. And we see a couple of scenes of the Jamaicans. They are acclimating to the cold because that makes all the sense, because if you're sitting somewhere where it's like probably what, 95 at least and 100 humidity yeah. yeah you go somewhere like calgary where it's it was what negative two or something yeah. like that <laughs> that's probably terrible on your body <laughs> um they do some skating or just walking on ice because at some point you don't have to run on ice yeah and little by little their exercises and hard work and actually teamwork uh it pays off so Doris, he's watching other successful teams like those asshole swiss <laughs> in this movie and he starts copying techniques from the swiss team which i get that you know you watch the best person do something and you're like well we should do it like that um so sanka jr and yule they get into a bar fight with the uh no it was the east german team 
And I thought the Swiss were there too. There were a lot of shitty people making fun of the Jamaicans. And uh, you. Uh oh. Bella, what'd you do? Oh, uh, Bella bumped into something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it switched back. Okay, good. Yeah, y'all are back. Yeah, you're okay. good. You're good. So, uh, the East German team—they're making fun of Junior because it's easy because he's very um, quiet. <laughs> but then, yeah, after a meeting in the restroom with Yule, uh, Junior comes out and he's like, "I'm a bad bitch," <laughs> and runs back up to the East Germans. I pride, I have power. Yeah. And then uh, a fight starts. A bar fight. Uh, I don't take no shit from nobody. The best type of fights uh, <laughs> is a bar fight. Excuse me, Missy. Yeah. Something just like fucking dies. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. And Junior. Yeah, he, he like death dived into that fucking group. It's so good. <laughs> uh, uh, Junior like blows a dude's brains out with a bottle. He for sure does. <laughs> uh, it's great. And so. Uh, when they get back, Doris actually is, is disappointed. Well, not that disappointed, but he's yeah. like, you guys got into a fucking fight? Well, like, he's mad and he keeps bringing up the Swiss. Do you see the Swiss out drinking? Do you see the Swiss out doing this? Big problem. I don't see the Swiss <laughs> having no fun either. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after all the training and um, the runs, <laughs> the team, they successfully qualified for finals. So they're told that they have to hit, what was it, under a minute, right? Yeah, yep. you got to do the whole track in under a minute. And they hit 56 seconds? 50, like 8.9 or some yeah. shit. They're very close. Yeah, so they, hooray, they they hit it. And then the Olympic Committee disqualifies them. Because uh, well, because the guy who hates Irv the most is the head of the committee. Yeah, so their uh, reasoning for disqualifying it was very shitty they were like hey we don't want to bring like what disgrace to bobsledding bobsledding yeah. by having you run and it's like dude that's fucked up but then we find out the reason why they hate irving so much because he cheated and so in one of his runs back in the day he put weights in front of the bobsled kind of like in wrestling when you put weights in your shoes yeah like uh the iron sheik used to do it all the time he'd like hit his like heel and then the weight would come down and he'd kick you uh, a little different, but sure. <laughs> I mean, it's just hiding something and just waiting for the time. So Irving got caught putting weights into the bobsled to go faster. Man, what an asshole. <laughs> and so everybody shuns him. And that's the reason why he said, fuck the Olympics. <laughs> because they, and he explains. Well, they stripped him of his medals yeah. and all the different. He already had two gold medals. And he became basically addicted to winning. Yes. And felt that he had to assure that he was going to win. Yeah. So that's why he put the medals or the weights in the bobsled. And that's a slow, slow burn heel turn. I like that. He's like, yeah, I like winning. I have to win. I'm like, I to win. I like that. I couldn't live with myself if I didn't win. So Irving, he comes up to the committee and tells them like, hey man, punish me. I know y'all hate me, but don't punish them. The Jamaicans had nothing to do with this. And they're actually good at this. And I want to see what they can do on the ice. Yeah. And so the they team. They deserve to be here. Yeah. They fucking qualified. So. Yeah. And the team, they get reinstated. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> um, so the night that the Olympics formally opened, Junior's father pops up and he's like, no, you're coming home with me. Bitch, come home. We're out of here. And then Junior actually stands up to him. And then yeah. dad's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> I have pride. I have power. <laughs> and I was like, that's really nice. So, uh, Yule, they're officially friends now because Yule, the whole movie, he's just a poop head. Don't fucking touch me, bitch. You're the reason <laughs> I'm not in this Olympics for running. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> so, the first day on the track, uh, it's not good. They're very nervous and, um, they don't, they don't look like they're in sync, the Jamaican team on the ice. Uh, they hit the walls multiple times. Oh, which, yeah. The first day of competition. Yeah. They don't look good. And so they hit, Last place, which makes sense because everybody is a team. And so Sanka realizes that Doris is copying the Swiss team. And he says, like, dude, we're not Swiss. All I know what to do is be Jamaican. So yeah. please, can we act like we're Jamaican out there? And he's like, okay, we can do that. And so the second day, 
they actually finish eighth place. And then that's when to feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. They relax. And honestly, that's probably the, up. it's bobsled time. That's probably the biggest part of it. They actually relaxed on, out there. And on it, the track? Yeah. They're yeah. probably the first day they were probably really nervous, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's a lot of pressure to try and be someone that you're not. Yeah. So uh the second day, they finished eighth place and uh, the announcers in the Olympics are talking. They're like, oh, they've been talking Jer- shit on Jamaica yeah. the whole fucking movie. Right. Oh, Jamaica looks like poop out here. And then the second race, they're like, oh, shit, that's not bad at all. Oh, shit, they did pretty well. And by the third day, all the fucking announcers and TV people are all wearing Jamaican bobsled team shirts. Yeah, I got Jamaican fever, Janice. <laughs> you yeah. know, acting like assholes, but I got know. Jamaican fever. Yeah, you know success gets he gets new friends so uh during their final race everyone instantly believes that jamaican have a really good shot at making getting a medal at winning, and it yeah. looks like too their start is immaculate it's incredible so it's like hey the start's good they just gotta make it through the turns that's fine and then unfortunately one of the blades detaches on their old ass rickety fucking a, bobsled a screw shakes loose yeah which or a nut shakes loose and it fucks up their entire day. Yeah, the bobsled flips over and skids like a fucking mile, looks like. And then... They... Well, yeah, because it like broke apart in a tunnel, like a turn tunnel, and shoots them out, like on their side, kind of flipped over into the the end stretch of the race. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when they get their bearings and get out of the bobsled, they... They're not far from the end. And Darius says he, he's going to finish this fucking I race. I have to finish this race. So they pick up the bobsled and they carry it across the finish line. And then you see the Swiss and the East German assholes. Everybody there. The East German asshole starts a slow clap. Yeah, he does the slow yeah. clap. Bitch. And everyone oh, claps. Yay. Even that dude that hates Irving Blitzer, he claps. Because he's like, damn, they're actually not that yeah. bad. And they probably would have got a medal that rickety ass bobsled didn't fall a fucking part and him too yeah and junior's father was there and he's got the jamaican shirt on yeah so hooray everyone pride for jamaica yeah everyone respects the jamaicans so an epilogue a very vague epilogue (laughs) (laughs) explains that the team returned home as heroes and returned to the 92 winter olympics as equals which code i think is they didn't do that well (laughs) (laughs) well i can't imagine that the 92 winter olympics was the same team i'd imagine oh no they probably went back to running (laughs) he's like oh i got another shot Uh, if i lose i'll come back to bubsland uh yeah yeah. well 92 was still in the same year i don't think you can participate in summer oh i got you i I don't think you could at that time right now you can yeah because they're two years apart but but because of the like where the qualifiers land and where competition lands i don't think I don't think you could have participated in both. Okay, so the one of the biggest differences between the movie and real life is the way that the crash happened. So in real life, the crash did happen on their third run. So the biggest part was that as they're going through a turn, the blade comes off and they do crash and stuff like that. And they pick up the bobsled and they cross the finish line. That happens too. They determined that the crash wasn't the rickety bobsled it's because them some bitches were going too fast <laughs> and they account it to inexperience of the driver. Go fucking figure. He just started doing this. Well, they kind of said that in the announce, like the announcers were saying during this third run in the movie, the, the guy is like, they are going really fast. Like I'm scared for them because of how fast they're going. Like they are going the a lot faster thing? than the normal teams are. So he doesn't really attribute the, maybe the sportscaster attributes it to it, but we as a, an audience get to see the bolt yeah. come out. Like a little nod to it. It's yeah. like, hey, this is how I did it. Um, a little bit of the real TV footage was used in the crash in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but they took a lot of it out because it's kind of wild. And they were like, this is a Disney movie. So we can't show all this wild shit. You can definitely tell too, because it flips <laughs> to that like grainy ass uh, 1993 <laughs> television look <laughs> uh one of the writers his name is chris stokes, <laughs> stokes. uh he said he felt a bump Ooh. and then when they tipped uh he didn't realize it but he started to smell uh his helmet it was made out of fiberglass just burning on the ice and he said that's something that stays with you for a very long time because yeah. that makes sense because i'm like wow my head could just get twisted really bad 
Yeah. And you're just sitting there just dying. Uh, <laughs> so uh, apparently in real life, as the tip, the sled tipped, they were going 81 miles per hour. Them some bitches were booking it. Yeah. And the normal speed on those things the, on that track is like 75 ish. Yeah. They were going. It's a little less. They were going a little too fast. Um, so their helmets scraped against the wall for 2,000 feet. God damn. Before they came what to the a stop. I'm telling you, they were God fucking. God damn. That's a whole there. mile. They, they were booking out there. I'm telling you, man. Fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> So when they pick up the bobsled and they make their walk in real life, uh, there was applause, but not like everyone did the slow clap, like the movie. It was just like, eh, you know, whatever. That's uh, shitty because <laughs> I for sure would have been cheering the fuck out of them had I had a team just who just crashed picked up their fucking bobsled and walked it over the finish line. Like that's incredible. Yeah, it was just like, eh, you know, like. We expected you to not be that good. Mm. And then you explode on the track. So I get it. Mm. I'd been like, damn, y'all didn't die. That's some claps. So yeah. some people were like happy they didn't die on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the big difference. So I get why Disney did what they did because you don't need to see people like out here almost dying. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah, so they did crash. And I like that they put that in. It wasn't a perfect run and they win silver. They probably wouldn't have got gold. They might have gotten gold. Maybe. Maybe the Swiss had a bad day. Well, or with potentially had a bad the day. The fact that they were going like a solid five or six miles an hour more than the average <laughs> team. Like, I'm sure they would have just decimated everyone's fucking time. Holy shit, Jamaica, slow the fuck down. He's like, fuck you. And, ah. then, the, and then in 19, if they had won in 1992, every bobsled team would have been made out of fucking Olympic track athletes. Oh, you fucking right. Everyone would have been sprinters. So there's got to be a reason that I don't know. I don't know how you pick a good bobsled team. Is maybe it is runners they use. It's people who have been bobsledding. Like that's oh, a, you know what that's I mean? a sport for. Oh, you think this bobsledders just are bobsledding born? is a sport you can genuinely get like any other sport like golf. Like it's a sport mm. you could pick up, but you have to be one in an area where it fucking snows, so you have the ability to try it, and yeah. two, um, affluent enough that you can afford to try it because. Bobsled is not like a, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to learn how to ski. Like, I'm going to rent some skis and I'm going to rent a helmet and then <laughs> it'll be fine. It's too, not like that. Right. It, it's like, like you got to have all the thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. It's like hockey, kind of. It's better uh, if you have your own shit. Yes, but in hockey, you can definitely rent all the things and you can start playing hockey when you're like four. Yeah. Well, you can't start bobsledding when you're yeah. four. That's like- well. Well, D two taught me that you could just do rollerblading and still be as good on the ice. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, and then you can do knuckle pucks <laughs> knuckle on I mean, concrete, and then that transfers to the ice instantly. It does translate really well. <laughs> like the first, puck. the first time I ice skated, it only took me like twenty minutes to be. It's knuckle puck. Really man. good at it because I rollerbladed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen to me though. <laughs> Hell no. Greg was out there knuckle puck and then got blown up oh. by somebody. <laughs> I was specifically referring to going from rollerblading to ice skating. I'm all right at ice skating. I haven't I'm, skated. I what, hate the park ice skating small? now. That's the last time I ice skated. <laughs> I hate ice skating now. Oh yeah, it's scary. But I used to have fun on the ice. I don't like the skates. Oh yeah, they I hurt always, my feet. Yeah, I always get they always rub my legs wrong, like the ankles and stuff. I need to get a pair, but I don't ice skate enough to get a pair. It's, well, it's seems it's the way that they're made because, like, rollerblades are made with a really thick, like, cushion padding in them, and then the outer shell of it is like plastic. Yeah, but the the way that hockey skates are made, they're really well. Ice skates are garbage like female ice skates but hockey skates are made like it's all really hard so it like rubs really angrily yeah it's not good that's why their pads are so thick yeah thick socks yeah i'm like am i supposed to wear seven pairs of socks because i'm not trying to do that out there like jason terry wear all the socks (laughs) okay so katie who's your favorite character in cool runnings oh that would be uh sanka i have always loved sanka 
Dougie Doug crushed it. He Sanke is the funniest. I have like been giggling at all of his stupid jokes and his kiss my egg and uh Sanka, you dead man. Like I've been laughing at that shit since 93. So it's gotta be Sanka for me. <laughs> Greg. Um in the interest of changing it up, I will go with Yule. I think specifically the the evolution of Yule's relationship with his teammate, specifically Junior. The hype, yes. <laughs> he goes from being just a maverick who wants any way he can to get his means of getting to the Olympics to being the team's enforcer, <laughs> including when they're fighting <laughs> <laughs> the, the Soviet hockey team. <laughs> but he knocks one over on his ass and he's like, yeah, that's right. And then proceeds to fall on his yeah, own. That was funny. <laughs> and then his the way he helped Junior become more of an independent and confident person in himself and to, you know, just advocate for himself and just be the man he was striving to be since the beginning of the film. Yeah. Yeah. He is a great friend. I'm devastated to hear he was beating Janet Jackson, though. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> They were such on good. They were on such good footing at the end of the first one. Okay, that's a digression. Anyway, Depot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with Senka, my boy, since '93. Yep. Just the overall silliness. Um, to this day, whenever me and my sister drink heavily, I call her and I say, "Senka, you dead man." <laughs> and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep. And then she usually responds, yeah, I'm on. That's fantastic. I love it. Oh, it, it's great. And like our only, you know, siblings have their own little language. That's ours. Um, and just his death dive into the group of people. Oh, it's so during the good. Fight. That's a good friend. He didn't know what was happening. He just saw his friend swinging and yep. he's like, excuse me. <laughs> no, he didn't. He just heard commotion. He was he was uh, line dancing with that blonde chick and he just hears fight and he, oh, I go. <laughs> he dove in the way I would dive in. Right. Absolutely, Greg diving in like that <laughs> on, top of, on top of the pile, just piggyback, just spider monkey. And just, but yeah, no, just the way. Yeah, he just he was there for his boys. Good friend. Yeah, real good friend, and just his silliness. You know, calling uh, Irv Ice God, <laughs> the Ice God. But yeah, Otis. Uh, I'm gonna go with Doris. Like he he got this all together, even with all the setbacks. Even at the beginning, when he was he wanted to run like his dad, and then that that goes away. That dream, uh, usually in movies, that person would just be jaded and really mad and grumpy. Uh, he didn't. He bounced back instantly because he needed to find a way to get there. You know, it was his first chance to get into Olympics. Uh, what really happy really a real fucking face in this movie there was like maybe one spot where he felt like he had some doubts right before they did their, their uh trials and the first one kind of went bad mm-hmm. but he uh the whole time very happy dude he was the serious one of the group because after the fight he wasn't there at the fight he was somewhere Probably looking at the turns, he trying to make sure he's at the hotel, looking at the turns and shit. Yeah, probably. and then all the other three out there just swinging for their lives. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's a serious one in the group. But he had the most important job of keeping them fucking alive. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that he was like, man, I can't be out here line dancing and swinging on folks. <laughs> Gotta make sure we stay alive. So, but uh, no, I had a good time watching him, like do what he had to do. It was really cool. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? It's probably gonna be everybody's least favorite character. I have two. Oh. Um, but I'll say the one I really dislike the most has got to be Kurt. Yeah, the leader of the, the leader assholes. of the Olympic committee who used to he was the coach of Irving of Irv's team when he was a bobsledder. Um, he t- just took this spite down like all the way down into his core. 
and let it affect his judgment on this new team just because Irv was a part of it. Yeah. Just because Irv was leading it. And it's like, yes, Irv was disgraced, but that clearly didn't do anything to hurt your reputation because here you are the fucking leader of the Olympic committee. So like grow the fuck up. Um, and he was just a dick throughout. He kept first, he changed the times and made it like, yeah, the qualifying like time two or three seconds yeah the qualifying time was three seconds less then he like disqualified them for who the fuck knows just to be petty as fuck to john candy and then you know that guy sucked so i gotta go with kurt greg we're gonna go with the whole committee association whatever you want to call it the whole Damn. whole lot of them whole lot of them um for all the reasons you said, just putting hurdle after hurdle. And you, you can see clearly how this could have been a drama because they, they touched on it very lightly when Irv says, oh, I didn't realize four black guys in a, in a, in a bobsled made you blush. That yeah. Because <laughs> clearly it was more than just, oh, we don't want this country. It's we don't want these people representing our sport. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's interesting that, at least plot-wise, you could have, that association, that committee could have, they clearly did not make the decision to to ban Irv from the sport because he's there and able to coach. So yeah. if you wanted retribution, you could have had it many years ago by just making sure it, he was no longer oh, in the sport in any fashion when it comes to Olympic competition. Yet they a did. lifetime ban. Yeah, yeah. Get them out of there. Yeah. Well, Disney kind of um, realized their mistake later down the line because that's what they did with um, Emilio Estevez in the Mighty Ducks show. So he got in trouble between Mighty Ducks three and the show, The Mighty Ducks, for cheating. Like, no, no, he. He helped the kid out because he didn't have enough money for like a scholarship. And so he gave him money, which means he was paying a kid. Technically, he was doing it in a good way. Yes. But they were like, oh, you're paying that kid to play for you. He's like, no, he needed money. To yeah, stay in he was doing some shit that was shady, basically. Sadly shady, and yes. the entire what junior organization, junior hockey organization just shut him out forever. Yeah. And when it got time to play hockey to be the coach in the Mighty Ducks show, he wasn't allowed to be the coach because he had had a lifetime ban put on yeah, him. So he's so. just like an advisor. <laughs> yeah. They figured their shit out eventually. It just took 30 years. I thought because he was sleeping with too many hockey moms. <laughs> oh, he, he's probably blowing out a lot of moms' backs. <laughs> to be fair, on D2, she was not a mom. She was the tutor. But he was probably with Charlie's mom. He's probably blowing yeah, her he back out. sure also banging Charlie's mom. Mm-hmm. Different zip code, not possible. Not <laughs> different zip code. He did not attend that game. Uh, and he was in that Iceland lady too. Yeah, she wasn't mom, but we don't know if he hit her. I don't. I don't know if he hit Iceland lady. That is unconfirmed. He was trying. <laughs> he just went and got ice cream with her, you know, and learned about the difference between Gre- Greenland and, and Iceland. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. He did learn something that night. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Green is ice. Iceland's green. <laughs> in enemy with the in ice cream with the enemy, huh, coach? Kids, <laughs> I am like, fuck you. <laughs> ice cream with the enemy. Business. Huh? Fuck you. I'm trying to get it in. <laughs> so when you pull off to the side, let me let me tell you something. <laughs> You're old enough now. Let me tell you something. Right. <laughs> you go on an ice cream date with a chick like that, you'd be you'd be an idiot to say no. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> uh, Deepal, who's your least favorite character? Oh shit! <laughs> Those nosy teenagers. Fuck them. It's wrong movie, bud. Oh, uh, uh, I was gonna. I know, I know. I'm just. I kid, I kid. I was gonna say the committee, just because of the undertones of racism. That they were showing, especially that British guy. 
he looked really upset when uh or called him out on it. Yeah. Um but I guess just kind of to go along, uh the Swiss, they were just dicks. Fuck them. They came in there thinking they were hot shit. The Swiss or the East Germans? Whoever the hell they got into a fight with. Who are they going to fight with? That was the East Germans. Yeah, fuck them. Of course, Germans. (sighs) Why are they bad guys in almost everything we talk about? They couldn't fight. Yeah, couldn't fight. They they jumped Yule. That's why uh, Junior grabbed the bottle. Oh, bro. It was like four people holding him down. He about to get a bottle to his head. (laughs) I'm better at boxing before I'm hard. Like, that, that, that... Come on, you're not hard. You bobsled, so like, why are you trying to like bucket people? <laughs> yeah, that got me. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, and then he's on the hill smoking a cigarette, just casually smoking a fucking cigarette. Fuck you, dude. Trying to look hard smoking a cigarette. Yeah, you're, you're not hard, man. You're not hard. You're not. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a badminton player being like, yeah, yeah, bitch. They're like, look, you play badminton. <laughs> Get face. You might be better than me in this sport, but I don't like. I will. Would take you down right now. That's like an e gamer. That's like an e gamer stepping up to somebody nowadays. <laughs> yeah, man. People think they ain't gonna get hit in the mouth. That's why they Shit. talk the way they do. Shit. You sure? But yeah, those East Germans, dude. Just, just being dicks in general. They're the ones who set the tone in the paddock area for. Yeah, we hate these guys. Ugh. I mean, because I'm pretty sure most countries were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. The East Germans were like, no, fuck them. Uh, we're Germany. You know, we got to defend what's what's white. Right. You sure right. will get slumped on this ice. <laughs> but yeah, the East German Otis. Yeah, uh, everybody that just you know when you see something weird, you know you don't have to make fun of it or point it out. You can just look at it, and be like, "Oh, look at that," and go about your fucking day. <laughs> but it, it's 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 the booty people in this world that are like, hey. Hey, look at those Jamaicans. They bobsled. Let's laugh at them. I'm like, you know, you can just be like, keep it in your head. Be like, dang, that's fucked up. They probably gonna crash. And just go about your day. You don't have to like point it out. But, you know, not everybody's just nice in this world. Uh, so people got to point it out. So honestly, the, the outwardly shitty people and in the committee that, you know, tried to stay nice, but they were saying borderline racist things. You know, we don't want, you know, the the game to be changed up. I'm like, oh, you don't want black people because if they're successful, then just, you know, you, you'll never win again. Is, is that what you're saying right now? But, you know, you know, I guess if I was scared of a race just beating you at everything that you were good at, you know, I guess I'd be scared too. Uh, <laughs> I'm intrigued that no one said my least, my second least favorite person, which is uh, Mr. Bevel, Junior's dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was shitty, but I get why he was a poophead, you know? He no, w- he was shitty in like a I'm rich, so you have to fucking do what I say kind of way. Yeah, but I assume I assume Junior wasn't good at anything. And so he's like, okay. He was clearly good at running. He was at the, like, just because he tripped doesn't mean he wasn't good. He was oh. keeping up with Darice. Yeah. And Darice is the fastest dude on the island. Yeah, I, like, I assume the dad, like, paid off the committee to get him there. He seemed all right. No, he was. He was, if he was close enough to Darice to have made him fall, that means he was keeping up with Darice at True. least, like right next to Darice at the time of the fall. So he's at least as like roughly as fast as Darice. Yeah, they still so, had what half the race maybe to go. So maybe he had a good burst, but then still I would have picked him. There had, but there needed to be like thirty less racists in the movie for me to pick him. So yeah. that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, that dad, there's so many worse people than the dad. You're right. There were a lot of bad people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that ain't shit, man. Look at these dudes. Okay, so let's do seven word synopsis. Katie, go first, because I need to make one. Cool runnings means peace be the journey. Damn, she actually did a synopsis. I did, it's right there. No, I mean, that's the synopsis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Greg, you got one? Yes, I do. Jamaican bobsledders overcome gatekeeping and implicit racism. Failure. Very nice. Also a real synopsis. Right? That what's what's with these real synopses? I like that one. I like that one, actually, though. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I, I got one. I got one. Uh, Jamaican's out here going hard on ice. 
and they got they crashed because of it. Oh. <laughs> they went a little too hard, a little too hard. Uh, Depot, I got two. One one is okay. Whatever, you'll hear it. Uh, you go and get your castle, you'll bring her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my last one is a uh, they're island boys, Bob <laughs> Sledding. Damn. Island boy. <laughs> I hate them, but damn it, I had to throw it in here. Island boy. Oh, <laughs> okay, uh, let's do. I never say it like this. So, no. uh, this film came out October 1st, 1993. Fuck, man, that's an old ass movie. Uh, it's almost 30 years old. Oh, oh. Next year, guys. 30 years old. Oh my. We celebrate the 30 year anniversary of Cool Runnings. Uh, that, yeah. means, that means we're old. Oh. Well, we've been old. Yeah, I know. So, uh, what do you guys think the budget for Cool Runnings was? Katie? Uh, I wrote it down. <laughs> okay, so Katie's out. I'm out. Deep out. Uh, 50 mil? 50 mil. Greggy. Greg. Greg Lee. You're muted, bud. Greg. Oh, <laughs> uh, is he thinking? He's thinking or he's yelling muted. You're muted. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't yelled it and everything. Oh. Damn. <laughs> All right. Let's try that again. Can I be Yeah. I don't think it was 50, so $49 million. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg's pivot pays off. Oh, uh, I thought he was going to go above. No, no. $50 million? No. <laughs> that is a lot of money for an ice movie. So the budget was $17 million. Oh, wow. incredible what they did with $17 million. I mean, there's not that many different sets. And... I assume they didn't make a full bobsled track. Probably what two or three turns to oh, show no, on. That they was a full bobsled I'm sure they track. used the bobsled track that was already built. Right? Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Because yeah, it money. was filmed in Calgary, so that's probably the bobsled track. But they would have had to hire, well, one get enough bobsleds to paint them for all the different countries. Yeah. Hire enough bobsledders to do the like fake runs that they do. And have enough bobsledders that are like in that scene where they're all working on their bobsleds yeah. and all the teams are working on their bobsleds. A lot of background characters yeah. in this movie because it's at the Olympics. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like fucking D2. We keep going back to D2 because we love it. There's a fuck ton of people in the background of that movie. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think the box office was? Depot. When did this come out? 93. No, no. What month? Uh, October. Ooh. So uh, cold. No, I don't think it did that well because I think another movie that smashed box office records came out that month. In 93? Oh, starts, starts with Jurassic End with Park. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think. I'm not I'm not too sure. Um, I'm gonna go that was 94, say, I think. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 25 mil. 25. Greg. And I bet ten million dollars. So both of y'all are so mean to this movie. This movie did so good, guys. <laughs> so deep pal wins. I don't have faith in people, that's all. Yeah. Uh Deep Al wins because he was the highest of the low bids. <laughs> so <laughs> we lowballed the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, y'all about the fuck out of this. So the box office was 154 million dollars. Oh. Wow. Yeah. God, point nine, so almost 155. Yeah. Okay, and I'm wrong. Jurassic Park came out in June of 93. <laughs> Got it. It still made bank with Jurassic Park right there. You said you said in June? Yeah, June. June, July, August, September, October. How long did movies stay in the theaters back in the day? Not Four months? Mm, no. Three? Mm, don't know. Two or three months, maybe. But I assume Jurassic Park was probably making bank, so they're like, uh, we'll re-release it. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, they released shit all the it time. It didn't get re-released. No, they didn't used to re-release stuff very much. And it took a long time for them to re-release things. Yeah, but I know now they do it because well, like, now they do it all the time. Because Avatar, like one hundred and fourteen million, you said one hundred fifty-four. God damn. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. People like cool runnings. It's it's different, you know. It, it, I haven't never seen a fucking so, bobsled movie. Huh? It was number two. Uh, for October, Cool Runnings was number two in October '93, beat out by Demolition Man. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice. That's a good ass movie. What is your boggle? Also released that month, The Nightmare Before Christmas, yep. Sleepless in Seattle, The Joy Luck Club, The Good Son, The Beverly Hillbillies, Hocus Pocus. Damn, a lot of movies. Oh, Jurassic Park was still in the theaters. Shit. But it was way down on the list by the time October came Shit, around. Still making money for him. Yeah. Enjoy Luck Club, though. Damn. 93 was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about cool runnings? Yes. Confession yeah, time. Confession time. Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen the entirety of this film before today. Oh, like one sitting? I, I, I when I mean enti- I haven't watched the entirety. I think the only scene I've seen is basically the very end when they're walking across the finish line. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've told I'm you this shook. before, but when I was at that age when that came out, I was only gonna watch things that were animated. So yeah. I missed out on a significant amount of things in that time period because I was just so focused on only watching animated films. I was I just that. that. I was dim. I was a dim kid. Yeah, but I can see that. So I'm looking up information about the box office in 1993 because we all know Jurassic Park was a fucking banger. But Jurassic Park was only number one for three weeks in 1993. Then it got beat out by The Firm, which held for three weeks. And like a couple of weeks after that, The Fugitive came out and held it for six straight weeks. So do was just a year of bangers, huh? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Demolition Man, Nightmare Before Christmas, Adam's Family Values, Mrs. Doubtfire, like, woo! Aladdin was at the beginning of the of the year, held it for the first month basically, but and only got beat out one week in the middle by a few good men. There was Groundhog Day, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Ooh, that's not even a good one. Nope. <laughs> it was a lot. Was a there was a there was a lot of good one. films. That that year, not counting TMNT three. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Fugitive <laughs> is fucking cool. Oh man. Okay, but anything else for cool runnings? It's really good. Go watch it. I can't believe Greg hadn't seen it all the way through. Oh, there's still people out in this world that haven't seen it all the way through. It's crazy. Well, watch it because the Jamaican bobsled team making a comeback right now. Yeah, I'm curious. Winter Olympics 2022, Beijing. I'm curious how they're gonna Jamaican do. bobsled team. How are they doing? Like, has that even started? I don't yet? think it's started. Bob sledding hasn't hockey. started yet. It's hockey now, and other smaller sports. But yeah, I know the women's not team. A smaller sport. Yeah, USA women are they killed? I forgot what team they killed. Switzerland, like, like twelve it. to two. <laughs> yeah. So they out here just doing work. So they'll probably run through their their fucking people. I don't know about the men's because men's hockey. All our best people are from other countries, unfortunately. Just like basketball now. We still have a, a lot of good American basketball players, but a yeah. lot of our stars are from other fucking countries. Mm, I don't know if I'd say a lot of our stars. I mean, our Maverick's star for multiple decades has been from other countries. Yes, your star. Every person on my team is from America. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single person on the Warriors. Like, like none of them. I wonder if any of them are going to go. To the Olympics? No. Mm. Yeah. See, that's the problem. A lot of them are like, nah, I ain't trying to hurt myself. I just read a thing uh, from a quote from Deion Sanders talking about the Pro Bowl, and he doesn't understand why all the best players don't go to the Pro Bowl anymore. He's trying to get fucking hurt. Well, that's what he he was like. For when, nothing. He said when he was young, when he was playing, it was an honor to be in the Pro Bowl, and everyone was super like excited. It didn't matter that they might get hurt. They were just happy to be there and happy to show off like Hell yeah, I'm the like one of the best in the league. Set me up for the fucking Pro Bowl, and he's like, "Oh, everybody else now, like nobody wants to do it." 
because I guess a bunch of the like most famous footballers don't want to be in the Pro Bowl this year. I mean, it's, it's like in basketball, the fucking All Star game. There's no defense. People out here just doing full court passes but and that's dunking. Different. But it's, I mean, yes and no, but because everyone participates in the yeah, because I mean, it, in the All Star game, it, it's a different type of. I might get hurt in basketball. You ain't running into people every five seconds. So, like I said, it's like the Olympics, though. Yeah. The Pro Bowl for football is the Olympics of basketball. Yeah, that's because they got to go to Hawaii for a week. Where the team don't yeah. want to go anymore. Oh, bro. Olympic football? Man, America would just kill. Because <laughs> no other country plays it. I, that's what I'm saying. We would kill. <laughs> yeah, except we don't do great in soccer, so. Yeah. I mean, They're doing all right this year. They're going to make the World Cup. That's good. And then they'll get killed by somebody. <laughs> Second round, probably. But Azul, Azul, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you have any other questions about, I don't know, the Olympics, you can tweet us at Alan Tampon. We have an email. It is Alan Presents at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, I have a Facebook app. Alan Presents. So um, we'll be back soon. Uh, we have a pretty good list of sports films. It's huge. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to do a fake sport for one of the picks. Because uh, Daniel wanted to, when he brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, we haven't done that." So uh, stick with us. Uh, we we got some good picks out there. Okay, so like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Daniel. Stop. I got nothing. <laughs> some people say you know they can't believe. Yeah. And make a we have a bobsled team. Yeah. We got the wonders. <laughs> I like that guy. I'll give you one dollar to shut your trap. <laughs> like, I'll take that dollar and then I'll keep singing. I'm going to keep singing anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. I believe I could take you in a fight, sir. <laughs>